right. Who wants episode one? I'll do it. All right. All right. Episode one. There's an answer key. There's three Dibs addendums. Dibs on dose. All right. For no apparent Sean, reason. I'll do Sean, the third one. I'll do Rich, the third one. fight. <laughs> Sean hasn't... I don't think Sean's read in a while. So. Oh, okay. Because in every single session for the last like two or three sessions, you've just made fun of whoever forgets for being... <laughs> but I haven't done it. That's accurate. Sean, Sean, who's this whoever you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> whoever implies there might be more than one. <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the jabroni beating, pie eating, trail blazing, eyebrow raising, all around smack it down, people's champ, Brose. Yes. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rose. Uh, on an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Jabroni is my favorite word. <laughs> on an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed from reporting live from, it doesn't matter where you are, it's Tim Hansen. I am a magical unicorn. <laughs> Tim, happy Halloween again, everybody. Uh, we're actually recording this episode on Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Some of us committed to the bits, me and Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm wearing my ugly Halloween sweater. I made pumpkin waffles this morning, so I'm, I'm, I, I, I off off camera, I'm drinking, offline, I went ahead and uh, I'm drinking to it. pumpkin spice coffee right now, so y'all... <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. I'm in so, the Halloween uh, spirit. So if you two could do us a favor and shut the fuck up, then maybe. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. How y'all doing this morning? Fabulous. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Went to Wawa, got a hot chocolate, so I'm pretty happy. Dude, Wawa. Wawa, man. It's it's weird. I haven't been to. I, I've been to Wawa like once in the last four months. Um, and uh, it was like. Excuse me, twice in the last four months. And it's such a weird thing because it used to be such a regular part of my routine. Like there's one right next to my office, my new job and my old job. I could just swing by there. And now with like the lack of travel and like the fact that I'm not putting gas in my car that often, it's like, oh, yeah, Wawa. Yeah. Coffee's there, too. Donuts are there, too. (laughs) Get out. Um, Well, uh, we're here. It's Halloween. We did our Halloween special already. This episode actually comes out on Election Day, um, but luckily we won't talk about that at all in, in this episode. <laughs> it won't come up at, at all uh, during this particular episode. I voted. But I'm wearing my go. I voted sticker. There you go. Yes. We got our postcard from the uh, from the state of New Jersey earlier this week confirming that they received our ballots. Mm-hmm. Um, no stickers, uh, but I did. <laughs> but the courthouse is right around the corner from our house, so I could like jog there. So I was like the, the <laughs> idiot. Like right. It looked like voter fraud. Like there's just this rando <laughs> in a t-shirt and shorts, like jogging down to the municipal courthouse. Like I got two of these. <sighs> Shove it in. Uh, so it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, but we will press on. We got a good episode. I, pro- I I assure you, we have a good episode. I just have I have a good feeling about it. You know, just just a feeling in my bones. So this is gonna be yeah. a strong episode of Brose. Oh, so yeah. let's get to it. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, this is the first episode of this session. If you listen to any of our episodes before, you know that the premise of our show. Just let that ring out this time. Just just a little bit longer. Sometimes the bell gets short shrift. I want to give the bell a little bit of an opportunity to spread its wings this week. Room to breathe. Uh, 
So the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé or or comparable beverage. Um, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, uh, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, but let's start with what we are drinking this morning, because it's another episode of Brosé Brunch. Rose brunch. It's the brunch. <laughs> it's the brunchiest. <laughs> it's the brunch one. <laughs> uh, Tim, you're the one dressed up as a unicorn this morning. Uh, why don't you talk to us about what you're drinking this morning? I am drinking Nature's Nectar's uh, Sparkling Pink Lemonade. Martha picked this up because it was pink, and she's like, that's kind of rosé-esque. I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is the same color. Um, Tim takes a sip. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quick, quick health checkup, Tim. How are you doing? How is your uh, How is your noggin treating you these days? Uh, my my noggin is pretty much exactly the same. The last uh, last week was fine. Two weeks before that sucked. Yeah. Uh, nothing on my CT scan. Adding another medicine on top of my current medicine. Uh, and at the end of this month, I will be taking 16 pills a day. Oh, yikes. Holy <laughs> guacamole. Holy guacamole, my friend. T- Tim, yeah. are you like 85 years old? Is that I what think it is? So. That's okay. got to be it. Secretly, yeah. I'm 85, and I just never knew. Okay. What Tim does know is 15 of them are all placebos, and the doctor is, is and another effort to continue fucking with Tim is just giving him <laughs> empty medications. Gotcha. But this Dude. is a different doctor. <laughs> They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots. Dude, hope you're doing okay. All the best to you, mm-hmm. uh, and enjoy the sparkling lemonade. Uh, a nice bit of sweetness to start your uh, Saturday morning. Don't <laughs> uh, I am also, uh, again, because we're doing a brose brunch, I, I have uh, d- I have elected to go with Kahlua and coffee. Uh, boy, dude, Kahlua and coffee. Let me tell you something. Uh, I, I have not had Kahlua. Before the last time we did the Brose Brunch, I had not had Kahlua in over a year. And uh, boy, did I miss it. It is a delectable addition to any any warm beverage or, or really uh, cold beverages, too. I mean, you can do the, the – what, what can you do with those black, black Russians you can do with them? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but boy, it's, it's delicious, uh, Kahlua and coffee highly recommended, uh, if you need a little bit of hair of the dog for your, uh, for your Sunday morning, uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, a spiked hot chocolate. Uh, I got a hot chocolate from Wawa and I put in this, uh, some, uh, about a shot of this, uh, Diplomatico, uh, rum that Sean got me like seven years ago that I'm still (laughs) drinking. Uh, it's good. I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I only put about a shot in there. I might add a little bit more. Who knows? But I'll okay. get to I'll get to wine next episode. Uh, okay, all right. And uh, Mr. O Mo O'Bean, what are you well, drinking? Mr. O'Bean uh, is currently I'm drinking both a pumpkin coffee, as I said before, and also Bila Hot, uh, mm-hmm. to a wine from a certain. Part of France, I guess. Uh, it's good. It's uh, pretty. There's Braille on the front, which is weird because I'm never going to be able to read that. And I, I don't know. Uh, that seems like a, a weird choice, but I'm, you know, I'm all about inclusivity. So it's good. It's it's bitter. It tastes like bitter fruit. Nice. Our, nice. Our, I, w- I want to say our commitment to the we're drinking rosé 
segment of this show it looks a lot like the uh, the v-shaped recovery of this economy oh. where it's just like <laughs> no mm-hmm. it's, it's coming back it's coming back no mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we will be back to drinking roses but look it's 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 10 15 in the morning uh you know we're, we're getting a little getting a little frisky getting ready for halloween gotta get uh gotta get energized and uh this is the way to do it look i gotta get drunk enough to clean the house after this so yeah. Yeah, Rich told me last night uh, when Rich and I were chatting was uh, Rich need to get drunk enough so that he could clean the house, uh, which is not a a threshold that I thought you had to meet, but also I immediately understood. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) All right. So I have uh, on my screen uh, our first envelope of questions uh, for this session. Uh, Our first question comes to us from uh, Grace Riley. Uh, listener Grace Riley, what kind of supernatural monster would you want to be? <sighs> supernatural. Hmm. Beasts of the mind. So we got, what do we got? We got the Loch Ness Monster. We got, are, are we talking like, I like, think we're like, mythical stuff? Like, we're talking we're, about like dragons I, we're not talking. We're not talking about cryptids. We're talking about supernatural, like ghosts, werewolves. Uh, okay, one of them. All right. Vampires, etc. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. That's interesting. I would want to be a ghost, but a ghost mm-hmm. like in American Horror Story, the first season. Because Mary and I just watched that, and they can basically just do whatever they want. They just can't leave the house they're in. But there's like 50 of them in there just chilling mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're just like all having sex and like killing people. And like, you know, you that seems fine to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you need, really. <laughs> I'm just having sex and killing people. <laughs> what else one. is there? Exactly. <laughs> Priority one and two checked off the list immediately <laughs> with that. All right, I like that. I like that. I I, I do enjoy uh, the sh- the shows and or movies or books that give a lot of um a lot of uh, they they get, they liberally dole out the powers to like 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 in Twilight was just like yeah vampires can just like walk around during the daytime like yeah. the number one thing vampires can't do and it's like they're nah, just, they can just do it now they're just sparkly that's all yeah they, they sparkle a lot or i yeah, I, I have a mm-hmm. passing fa- i know that they sparkle i don't know what else being a vampire entails in that in that book series uh, aside from appealing to tween girls mm-hmm. but uh but yeah <laughs> so, but, so in that in that power. yeah exactly so in that same vein they just give ghosts the ability to just do whatever they want <laughs> yeah american horror story um uh, Tim, do you have an idea for supernatural monster you'd want to be? Uh, I was also kind of thinking along the lines of ghosts, but I wanted to be like specific. I would want to be a poltergeist, <laughs> uh, simply because they're they're more notable for like being able to interact directly with uh, a natural plane of existence. So I would just be fucking with people constantly. <laughs> so that's like I don't want I don't want to viciously attack somebody, which is where I think werewolf or like some of those other ones would fall where and typically you think of culture a uh, poltergeist like being violent but it's just like i would just fuck with people hmm. i wouldn't be an angry poltergeist i'd just be like ha <laughs> I, I moved your keys <laughs> you don't know where your phone is <laughs> just like a, a pain in the ass supernatural creature as opposed I to like, terrifying your girlfriend <laughs> I, t- I took the I took the last can of beans off the shelf you wanted. <laughs> Got him. Boom. Rich, what kind of supernatural creature would you want to be? Uh, Matt, you're gonna love this one. 
I kind of want to be a vampire in similar vein to the show Supernatural, where they can go outside during the daylight. There you go. <laughs> sure. Sure. In, in Supernatural, the vampires can go outside in the daylight. They don't mm. have two fangs. They have a new set of teeth that come in when they grow to bite somebody. So it's like oh, yeah. a rounded bite. It's so weird. Uh, they can only die from being beheaded. That is it. No stakes to the heart or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a little bit super stronger. I, I think it'd be cool to be mm-hmm. like a vampire like that. Not a. I don't want to be like a true blood vampire where you do die in the sunlight because... Man, the sun is kind of cool sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. That's true. That would just wreak havoc on my seasonal depression. Exactly. <laughs> just like you can't go outside anymore <laughs> unless it's dark. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> it's the emotional toll it takes on you. I didn't think, I did, I did not consider that, actually. I wasn't uh, ready. That's, that's, maybe that's why all vampires are kind of like jerks. Yes. Yeah. Because. <laughs> So pissed all the time. They're so pissed and so like depressed because of seasonal depression. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'd be mad if I couldn't get my vitamin D like that either. <laughs> um, so I, I'm leaning towards witch. Um, now, look, witches, ugliest sin, typically, uh, you know, the green skin, everything like that. But they, they seem to have like the most flexibility as far as the powers are concerned. You got the broomstick so you can fly. Uh, you can come up with potions. In some cases, witches just magically are able to cast spells or shoot lightning or whatever. Like there seems to be a lot of there's a, a wide berth to what that you can do as a witch. So I'd like to go with that, in spite of the fact that for you know multiple centuries, I'd probably be like persecuted and like you know cause like whole villages full of women to be like thrown in lakes and stuff because of me. <laughs> uh, like I'd I'd be the person like when in Salem they're going like boy maybe we have the wrong thing with this witch thing and then I just go by going. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly they're like, nope, that's it. We're good. Get them all in the well. Like, we like were I, right the whole time. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> I just pop up every couple of centuries just to remind people that I still exist uh, and, and torment <laughs> people throughout history. Um, the other option is to be um, a psychic vampire or a emotional uh, a energy vampire, like uh, Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so good to, at it. Where he just, oh, shut the fuck up, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you can go straight to hell. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. That was an easy yeah. one. Hey, Tim, working hard or hardly working. And Tim just collapses into a pile of <laughs> <Dead>. dust. <laughs> it's, uh, it's such a good show. Um, I've, I've never actually watched it. It's, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It is very, very funny. Um, any other thoughts on supernatural creatures? I, it, it'd be interesting to be a changeling to be able to just change what you look like from all the time. That's true. How about an anamorph? Does an anamorph count as a supernatural creature? <laughs> yeah, it does. It could be a sure. falcon. <laughs> yeah. But then you stay as a falcon too long. Yeah. No, yeah. And you can't turn back. Just don't poor, be a falcon I, I, like for two hours. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's over two hours, right? If you. Yeah. That's all I remember is that one kid stayed a Falcon too long and then couldn't change back. And that really affected me, but I don't remember yeah. anything else about the animal. <laughs> if there, I remember correctly, was, it was, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Rich. There was one time where they uh, tried to change into a security guard at a mall, and I don't think it worked out, and it just fucked with them for like the whole day. Um, th- oh. Those books, from what I hear, are absolutely devastating. <laughs> But that they're like teen, something I don't want to read. But they're yeah. like they're teen books. It makes no sense. Why are they that bad? Hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. 
I do not know, man. Teens love to be depressed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're all enti- every emotion is the end of the world, and so you need that's that's the that's that's why I like you know like My Chemical Romance or nowadays like uh like emo rap artists like Juice World and stuff are big. Is like your your emotions are like a big theatrical thing, so mm-hmm. you want to be catered to like that, which is fine. Yeah. Um, the next question is also from listener Grace Riley: Do ghosts haunt the place where they died or where they are buried? Hmm. It's it's where they died. Where um, they, well, in in uh, American Horror Story, it's where they're buried hmm. because only the people. Oh wait, no, it's where they died because if they die on the property, mm-hmm. they're stuck in the house. So yeah, so it's where they died. I think yeah. that's that's the case. It, it would seem to defeat the purpose to to haunt the place where they're buried because it's just that's where all the dead people are. It's already scary enough as it is. The point of like <laughs> haunting a place is. Yeah. Like it's a typically safe area that you're like, oh god, this house is haunted, or this this you know corner bodega is haunted because Bill <laughs> ate the wrong bag of Doritos in the third mm-hmm. aisle. And now he's dead. And now he's that, haunted. Like that, the, the point is, it's it's out of the ordinary. Is yeah. that why we haven't been to Brian's bodega in a while? Because it's haunted. Oh, oh, tr- trust me, it's coming. <laughs> trust me, it's coming. Um, no, so so I I would think it's also the place where you died because I, I think it's it spreads out the horror a little bit. What about yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Pretty I much think, the only. Uh, go ahead, Rich. I was gonna say I think in most mediums, like any TV shows and stuff, is generally the place where they died or the place where they were most like uh, mentally hurt. Hmm. So like, it, it it does vary, but it's never where they were buried, unless hmm. it's an Indian graveyard. Like true. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's like that. that's the only cliche thing that like I can consistent or, or I can think of at all where it's not where they died, it's where they're buried. Mm. Unless it's where they died is also where they're buried, and then it's kind of well, which far. one is actually? And mm. then they're like, oh, well, we have to find the bones. Where are the bones? They're yeah. in the basement in where they were burning all of the bodies. Oops. So it seems maybe it's not either of these answers. It might be just like where they were wronged. Because like yeah. you know, if you're wrong, like if you're murdered in a grocery store or something, you haunt the grocery store. But if you're a, a, a Native American and somebody, you know, just to throw out a completely hypothetical example, builds an oil pipeline through where you're buried, uh, then maybe you <laughs> haunt the oil pipeline. Like, or, uh, so maybe it's just where your spirit has been uh, has been you know, bit given injustice. Or maybe you haunt yeah. the oil that goes through the pipeline. <laughs> you the oil. So yeah. then, and then you're haunting a car. And, that, and, and that's, that's how, how we get the new Christine. And that's how, roll, and, and that's how rolling blackouts happen. That's, 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 that's how that's we get the, multiple Christines. That's the yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Any other thoughts on where ghosts haunt? No, I think it's it's. So where do we come down? Where they're wronged? Where they have yeah, been wronged? Yeah, that seems yeah. to be where it is. Because Tim Tim brought up a good point with the uh, the Native American uh, graveyards and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. we we went we went off the charts with our own answer C yeah. where they were wronged. <laughs> sounds 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 right to me. Sounds mm-hmm. like brose to me. We got some more <laughs> questions from Grace. I want to break it up just a little bit here uh, and go to a question uh, submitted by one of the SOs. If you could choose anyone, living or dead, who would you choose to lead our country? Oh, fuck. oh man, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> 
That's, I mean, Bernie that's Sanders, about, but he'd be dead as a, as a just a, <laughs> as to throw a wrench into it. I, yeah, sure. I mean, look at how old that man is. It, Zom- it, zombie Bernie Sanders. Zombie Sanders. I'll vote yeah. for him. Actual yeah. uh, real Jesus. Real Jesus. Yeah, just to be like show all those fucking idiot Christians. But, <laughs> like, Sean, just be like, I like Sean. the idea of actual real Jesus. So on the ballot has to be a dot r dot Jesus on the, on the yeah. ballot. But but we need ch- separation of uh, church and state. So oh, that's like... true. That's true. That's big true. T- actually Jesus, big time secularist. Uh, I was, I was <laughs> gonna say. I mean, he can have separation of church and state, but it's just like, hey guys, how about laws where you just mm-hmm. not garbage to other people? Yeah. Is this sure. thing garbage to people? Yeah. Let's yeah. not do that. Already fixes our entire political spectrum. Yeah. Noted radical leftist Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> he was. That's yeah. the well, he was a violent. Well, he was. I mean, he, yeah. He was, listen, he he led a what was it a, a not a violent uprising at the temple, but like he was a non peaceful uh, protest yeah. at the temple, and he was very much in favor of uh, supporting the the poor and the least uh, yeah. least well off among us. Yeah, I mean, you know, and telling in, the rich in, to give away all their money, and it's the only way that it is. Uh, there, there's hmm. like one reading where it's like. Um, for a rich person to get into heaven mm-hmm. is it would be easier for them to fit through the eye of a needle. It was a, game, it was a camel oh, yeah, fit yeah. through the eye of a needle? Or a camel fit through an yeah, eye yeah. of a needle. And it's just yeah. like, see, this is why you guys suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to be rich because you're fucking up. Because uh, the Koch brothers just spent 30 years trying to jam a camel through the eye of a needle and uh, it didn't work. So They spent so much money on that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to tell anybody how to spend their money, but honestly, maybe. <laughs> maybe stop trying to pick camels through needles, guys. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Turns out just needed to buy a bigger needle. <laughs> yeah, they got the world's biggest needle. You'll never believe it. Um, who else would you want, living or dead, to lead the country? Hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, th- th- not even going specifically on policy here. Just bring back like Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> just bring, like everybody freaking loved Eisenhower. Like it was, it was not a, it was not a problem. He's a, he he covered all the bases. Like he he was a Republican, but he wasn't like, from my understanding, not like a jackass Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was before like the Republicans took a hard right turn into like everything is a social cultural issue and everything like that. Um, yeah. You know, fought, you know, general fought in world war two. Uh, you know, just, just I, as more of a figurehead type figure and less of a like policy wonk, I'll just say Dwight Eisenhower. I w- I would feel a lot better if Dwight Eisenhower <laughs> was president. <laughs> I don't know. You know, may, perhaps I'm, I'm, you know, forgetting a little bit of my history here, but just as a, a general like beacon of culture, let's just say uh, I like Ike. <laughs> that's that's an interesting saying matt did you uh did you make that up on the spot what saying <laughs> okay. okay that's just a standard sentence oh all right <laughs> just a sentence that's how english works yeah <laughs> uh anyone else anyone else living or dead living or dead uh, it's, i feel like this is such a hard question now because it's like literally anyone mm-hmm. you know like i <laughs> like it's yeah, I I don't know. I well, I, yeah, and anyone would be clearing a lowered bar, but in, yeah. in a hypothetical like best case scenario, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. what would it be? Because sure, uh, like it, like now, of course, the answer would be like a, a dead dolphin caught in a fishing net or something like that. <laughs> like you know, oh, the dolphins got so you know, dolphin could uh you know bring this country together. But like yeah, in an ideal world, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Well, actually, you know, somebody like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, only because she's so far left that you have the counterbalance to the right. She'd have a natural check. Exactly. She, and she would almost be the check on like the yeah. Matt Gatz's or whatever, like the the the, the far right version of that. Exactly. Know, so like maybe not her because I think she's she has she needs to gain some experience. She has, yeah. but I think somebody like that, like a Bernie who is is farther left, just to kind of meet every to be a more middle ground because we don't we don't have that right now. We have the far right, and that's it. Yeah. Because there's yeah. no balance right now. Yeah, the furthest left are like the was it Ocasio Cortez and Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar and all them. Um, like yeah. that's the the equivalent of it. It's like four four House representatives out of uh four hundred four hundred thirty five. Yeah, people several, House out, of, out of several yeah. hundred, we have four. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Ridiculous. Like, that's why like Justin Amash gets a lot of attention because Justin Amash is like oh the one li- independent libertarian is like all right there's one out of 435 <laughs> people and the rest of them are just like your standard Republicans and Democrats or lunatics uh, yeah. on the right. Yeah. Anyone else living or dead? No, I was uh, going to say like, like George Washington or one of the early presidents, not for their policies, but just so they could see a, how big the country became and how fucked up it is right now. Oh, uh, it's one of them. <laughs> what do you but, mean you didn't change the constitution? <laughs> we're supposed to bring that up every couple of years guys yeah exactly how many how many how much gunpowder can your muskets hold what <laughs> wait wait what no gunpowder oh. no muskets oh um, automatic firing uh, we need to change that yeah. <laughs> well, Seems I'm, always interested, I'm always interested in bringing that up because like i forget i don't know if this is scientific or not but it's the idea that like if you just dropped like Washington or somebody from 250 years ago in the middle of Times Square, they just die immediately because their brains wouldn't be able to comprehend mm-hmm. like just <laughs> everything, like the, the cars, the people, the lights, the sounds, like all of the automation and everything. Like I think if you just drop them in the middle of this without any transition, Boom. it would just be like, no, bra- <laughs> I'm I've I've must have gone insane. There's no other way that this could have possibly yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much advancement. Um, thank you, Moore's Law. Uh, mm-hmm. Any other uh, ideas, or shall we move on? We can, move, we can on. move on. Let's go. Who's going to say Nero? Who's going to say Nero? <laughs> Rome's burning. Let's do it, baby. Um, I want right. Hannibal. <laughs> Julius <laughs> Caesar. Oh, God. Give to Caesar what's Caesar's. Um, we have an addendum here and a question from Grace Riley. What is the superior Halloween candy? So, uh, gentlemen, I'd, I'd invite you to open up addendum three. And we have... Uh, what appears to be a blank bracket. So I think we can um, we can assemble this ourselves. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it what to be it the case. looks like. Okay, we um, we we make our sweet sixteen. <laughs> Dude, I get it. <laughs> sweet sixteen of what? Totally, totally intentional. Totally <laughs> intentional. So I'm like, I don't get it. You guys st- start being funny, please. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I've opened up the bracket. So we do have uh, 16 spots here in the sweet 16, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. and so I I don't know. It's going to be tough for us to be able to seed this. And uh, well, I don't think know, the, the, the seed. Thing. The seed. I don't think. I don't think we're going to seed it. We'll just we can't, come up yeah. with 16 candies. And okay. then it'll just be in order of how we came up with them. And if, you know, if the, I think yeah. at the end of the day, the best candy should win. So <laughs> you would think, Sean, you would think you, you would think, but we did end up with <laughs> what? Beetlejuice. Bitter AF. 
I am still salty uh, about the way that Halloween movie bracket yeah. went down. Um, all right, so let's let's pick some candy. So, um, so I'll write I'll write it down. All right, so I've, let's, I've let's already got it started. So, oh, he got it. Okay. All right, so Rich has it. Let's go into rotation. We'll all pick four essentially. All right. uh, Sean, how about you go first? Snickers. All right, Tim. Uh, three Musketeers. I will say Twix. I will say um, Butterfinger. All right, Shawnee. Uh, M and M's. I think that that's all of them too. All of the M and M's. Okay, covers all. Okay, yeah. Reese's. Reese's. Going to the left of the board. Take five. Ooh. Uh, you know what? Hershey's with almonds. Mm. Mm. Do we want to give the different differentiations of Hershey's? That's. I think we'll do the same thing with M and M's. That's just Hershey. Okay, just Hershey's, Hershey's in general. Just like ninety five. We could do caramel. a Hershey specific bracket yeah. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just her, right. well Hershey's bars, not Hershey kisses. Hershey's bars. And oh, that's, 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 oh, that's okay. Fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because there's like a million Hershey products. Uh, Sean. Uh, three Musketeers bars. That's already on there. You did oh, that it. first. <laughs> that's the second one we or no, <laughs> no, <laughs> four Musketeers. Uh, okay, hold on, Skittles. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. I had one, and then I was too busy making fun of Sean. <laughs> uh, what a dick. Uh, Tootsie Roll. Okay. Have we said Kit Kat yet? No. Nope. Kit Kat. Um, oh, Heath Bars. Oh, yeah. All right, this is my last one, right? This yes. is it. I'm going to say that... Any of the like fun size candy that like mixed bag of stuff when you like you know what I mean like it's like a crackle, uh, Mr. Goodball. Oh, oh, like those okay. little those little guys. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they deserve an honorable mention in the bracket. Okay, yeah. So like All the right, nugget ones, so... like, the ones you'd never get like a full bar of. But, exactly. Like, okay. But they're, they they right. only exist in fun size. So I'll do like I'll just write crackle slash Mr. Good. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, Tim, Crunch Bar. Mm. Ooh, good one. Uh, I'll go with my personal favorite. Um, apple with a switchblade in it. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Razor blade. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not switchblade. <laughs> uh, the apple is like... <laughs> mass murder. <laughs> um, shit, did we say Milky Way? Uh, no. Nope. All right, Milky Way. Do I want to be the monster and just throw that in there even though I don't like it? Carrots. No. <laughs> no. Uh... Sure, just because I know who it's going up against. Candy corn. Candy corn. Uh, oh, gross. God. You're fired. I and said it, I was being the monster, and I hate it. So I pl- was on the line last time. You're fired. Yeah. Do, in, do you, in, do in you want candy, me to do... In, go ahead. Yeah, do you yeah. want me to do circus peanuts? Like, <laughs> they're just as bad. You said candy, Disagree. not torture Circus devices. peanuts are so much better. <laughs> All in, right. the, uh, in the NIT for candy, we have like a like toothpaste versus uh, <laughs> like the, you, when you go to the dentist house, it's like toothpaste versus you know carrots, like you said. Yeah. So just like a forty-seven cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just uh, gonna right, let's do it. So I'm just gonna go one to sixteen, two to fifteen, and back and forth until we get down to the last one. All right, Rich. Uh, so one versus sixteen is Snickers versus candy corn. We all know the winner for that yeah. one. Yeah, Snickers, Snickers. Win. Snickers, baby. Snickers, no fucking around uh, with this one. Number two versus number fifteen is Three Musketeers bars versus Milky Way. Ooh, 
This is That's a, good, a great this is, matchup. Yeah. It's a great matchup, but I think it's a very good matchup because it's two very similar styles. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going Milky Way because it's the same thing as a Three Musketeers Barber with Caramel. Yeah. Also, Milky Way has like the dark chocolate option as well. Oh, that's uh, true. The, the dark chocolate is my favorite. I'm going to go with good. I'll go with Milky Way then because of that. that exactly for a long, for a long time, Milky Way was my favorite candy bar in part because it was, I think they called it like their midnight variation mm. of some it, sort. It, yeah, it's it's the midnight bar. Yeah, so good. Uh, I, I The only reason I was going to say with Three Musketeers is it, it just has a fluffier texture to it. Yeah. Which I really like. Sure. But but that, that midnight that midnight bar and that caramel just gives it that extra little yeah. oomph over it. So yeah, yeah, definitely Milky Way. I also used to really like Three Musketeers and then at a certain point, for whatever reason, it started making my teeth hurt. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it didn't do that with other candy bars. I'm not sure why, but I used to be a big fan of Three Musketeers. Alright, next we've got Twix versus Crunch Bars. Uh, I'm a Twix guy. I'll go with Twix on this. Crunch Bar all day. Uh, I am also going with Twix. Twix is my favorite candy bar. <laughs> well, I dissent. You're all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I also very much like Crunch Bars, and I think yeah. Crunch Bars are wildly underrated, Crunch- and they just they got a rough draw with this matchup. Crunch yeah. Bar, bunch of crunch. Uh, Crunch yeah, Bar no, are the best to add to stuff. Like you put them in ice cream and stuff. So yeah. good. Oh my god. Tim, have you ever had the, the, the Tim? Have you ever had the wafer Crunch Bar, like the crispy Crunch Bar? It's all right. Oh, I, that's I love that one. <laughs> oh boy, I used to go. I, was, I used to go out of my way to the at the Dollar Tree in Exton was the only place I could find that had it. And I would go out of my way to get off of Route 100, like going the wrong direction, just to stop at that dollar store and get. <laughs> Like five crunch crispy <laughs> yeah. it, was, My, uh, it was the the most psychopathic thing I've I've <laughs> done on a routine basis. The I my favorite part of going to the movies when I was little like was not even the movie. It's I'm getting a box of bunch of crunch uh-huh. looking right. Oh. Ah, ah, ah. So oh, so bunch good. of crunch that was good. Oh good. Amen to that. Uh, what do we got next, Rich? Uh, next up is Butterfinger versus the Crackle slash Mister Good Bar combo bags. I think this is Butterfinger. 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 I'm, go- I'm going to dissent because I don't really like Butterfinger that much, but I, I can understand I can understand where you're all coming from. I can okay. understand. For the yeah. for the record, uh depending on your Walmart, you can get full size crackle bars. Uh just so you know. They are available. You just gotta go <laughs> really? find them. Well they're, they're not even they're not even like the full size. They're like those extra large ones. Uh that like you see just only in the candy aisle, not up at the register. Yeah. But every time, every time I do see them, I buy like five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I also haven't seen. If I, I'm going to do a huge tangent here, but uh, Symphony Bars, which I always used to love, and uh, I don't know, Tim, if you remember this, at Swan's Pantry in Exton. Uh, they the only kind of Symphony Bar they had was like the freaking enormous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they yeah. did not have the tiny one. They did not have the regular size, but they had one that was the equivalent of like six candy bars just jammed into one package. And cause it was swans, oh, it was ridiculous. like a buck 50. I, I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's like swans. Yeah. as also far as I can remember, months ago. Oh, as far yeah, as I can remember, good. as far as I can remember, that's the only con they ever made. I've only ever seen the large symphony bars. Hmm. Well, no, not, what? not even yours. Like this one's like huge. Yeah. The one Matt's okay. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, like, like you could, like it could be used as a murder weapon kind of size. <laughs> Uh, what do we got next, Rich? Uh, up next is M&M's versus Heath Bar. M&M's. This is really tough um, for me. I love Heath Bars, but M&M's is, is my jam, so I, I will uh, go with M&M's. I'm a man of toffee, so I'm going with the Heath Bar. Heath Bar, like Crunch Bar, I, I love putting in stuff, like bashed up mm-hmm. uh, Heath Bar, putting it in brownies and things like that. Tim, what about uh, you? 
I'm going to go M&M's simply because I love peanut M&M's. Yep. Okay. That's All the right. other thing is M&M has a lot of flexibility to it. Yeah. All right. All right. So an M&M uh, minis just hit different. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> that freaking they like toothpaste tube of M&M's. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Quote, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 2020. <laughs> What's up? What are we uh, on next, Rich? Up next is Reese's versus Kit Kat. Oh, this, this is a hard one. This is a good one. I'm going to go Reese's because they were my favorite for a long time. I'm going Kit Kat. I'm also going Kit Kat. I think I, Reese's, I will, I will say this. I'm voting for Kit Kat, but I do think that Reese's deserves a better shake than going up against Kit Kat. I <laughs> Reese's is so ubiquitous. Um, I just, I, I've never gotten into Reese's. I, I don't know why. It's Kit Kats are my thing. I mean, I'm going to go Reese's, which gets us at a split. Ooh, we got. Uh, what are we going to do? Flip a coin? I mean, I've got a D12. I can roll it. Evens odds. Evens odds is good. <laughs> sure, let's do it. <laughs> so oh. we'll do evens for Reese's, odds for Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's which, do it. Which works because Reese's was number six and Kit Kat was number 11. So. <laughs> Seven, Kit Kat moves on. Yeah. <laughs> Justice. <laughs> Justice has been served. <laughs> uh... Up next, we got Take Five first. Uh, uh, Tootsie Roll. Take Five. Take Five. Yeah. Take Tootsie, five. Roll, Tootsie Roll's again a ubiquitous candy, but not that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've ever had a Take Five, so I would have said Tootsie Roll, but it doesn't matter. Take Five kind of is unfair because it's just stuffed so many flavors into one thing. Yeah. Like what, it's, is, it's, what is it? It's chocolate, peanut butter, caramel, and pretzel? Pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. And there's yeah. like one other thing in there, I think. But, uh, mm hmm. But, uh, or like marshmallows. Isn't there like a little bit of like fluff in there or something like that? Or no. am I making that up? I don't know. Well, what's the fifth thing? Chocolate. Chocolate, peanut butter, pretzel, caramel. caramel. What's the fifth thing? Oh, I nougat? don't know. Eh, whatever. I don't know. Nougat, eh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe it's nougat. Um, all right, moving on. And it the- was a limited edition marshmallow. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm not completely crazy, just mildly crazy. <laughs> Chocolate, peanuts, caramel, peanut butter, and pretzels. Uh, so there are actual peanuts. Oh, in oh okay, okay, okay. In addition, well, that, to I'm going to say that is a lame. <laughs> that's a lame, <laughs> just like distinction between peanuts and peanut butter, but whatever. <laughs> There's oil in it too. Six, take six. <laughs> so peanut butter has oil in it. Uh, you guys want to change your mind from take five now? <laughs> no. no, it's still better than Tootsie Roll. <laughs> no, Tootsie Roll. The only time I've ever had Tootsie Rolls in the last 10 years is because they gave them out for free at Planet Fitness, and I just grabbed like a fistful of them on the way out the door. <laughs> and then you just shove all of them in your mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to offset my last 45 minutes of work. <laughs> uh, last last matchup in this bracket, or in this uh, round, mm-hmm. Hershey Bar versus Skittles. Hershey Bar, I think. I'd I'd have to go with Hershey bars, Skittles. I'm gonna go with Hershey bar. That's a no. hard. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. It's it's a hard one because they're so different from each other, and it just really depends on what you want at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my big thing is I don't like just chocolate for the mm. most part. Like mm-hmm. I don't like just eating a bar of chocolate, except for like if it's just one of those small individual. Like Hershey special dark, mm. like spe- dark dark chocolate is the only exception, and even yes. then I can't just I can't eat an entire bar of it. I just get over the taste of chocolate, so that's why I couldn't go that way. There is a bit of a novelty to it. Like I think, um, like 
I won't do that very often. Like it's not like I'm like pounding candy on a regular basis anyway, but like it's been a while since I've had a regular old Hershey bar, but it's like, oh, this is nice. It's like, it, it almost feels like you're biting into Americana because it's like, oh, it's Hershey. It's like a <laughs> yeah. standard Hershey bar. Like, <laughs> mm, it tastes like chocolate, but somehow also like apple pie and freedom. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, it tastes like freedom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, I will go with Hershey bar, but again, Skitt- Skittles a valiant effort in this bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that finishes up our Sweet 16. We're up to the Elite Eight now. Uh, number the one, eight. the, the <laughs> number one seed versus the uh, number uh, eight seed, wow, is Snickers versus Hershey Bar. I think this is Snickers. The Snickers is my favorite candy bar. So I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be voting Snickers the whole way. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Snickers. Ride or die with Snickers. Yeah, Snickers takes it. Uh, I I probably would have gone with Hershey Bar just by a hair though, but we'll go. Snickers moves on, so that stays with Chugging one. Along. Uh, next up is the Milky Way. First take five. Ooh, I like Milky Ways better. Uh, I th- sometimes I feel like take five has too much going on. Like I can I have like one take five, and it's like it's good, but it's so much things. I, hmm. I'm on board with Sean's take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I buy that logic. Yeah, I, I, I like take five a lot, but I think Milky Way is the easier one to get into. Yeah. It's, it's something you get. You're, you're more likely to be in a mood to have a Milky Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go with that. I'm fine with it. All right. Take five. You are out because I've never had it, so I'm not going to vote for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next is Twix versus Kit Kat. This is a, a moral quandary for me. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going. I'm going to go with Twix because it's Mary's favorite. Candy. See, see, here's the problem. Twix is my favorite candy bar, and Kit Kat <laughs> is my wife's favorite candy bar. So, got to be true now, to yourself. So, I got to be true. And here's here's where the dividing line comes down on this: is that uh, this is my podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. Except no, you should be true to your wife, Matt. <laughs> I I rode with Adam's family during that bracket <laughs> three weeks ago. I rode very hard, and and I will point out that last night in in real time, uh, I watched half of Hubie Halloween uh, with my wife uh, oh, no. because she liked it a lot more than I like anything that has Adam Sandler in it. Uh, so I'm going to reward myself a little bit here and vote for Twix. All right, I'm. Uh... I'm going to go with Twix just because of the caramel. That's it. That's the only mm. reason why it wins over kick out. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Moving on. I dissent. <laughs> kick out losing to Twix is bullshit. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I would have accepted kick out losing to Snickers. Oh, but Twix is. Oh, man. No. Yeah. No. Well, well I mean, there's What's two sides. The, the other, the other benefit to Twix is that there's two sides. His left side and right side. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Kit Kat has four. Kit Kat has four. That's, uh, they, 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 Tim, don't be ridiculous. There's only, there's, this is the, uh, there's only one factory. Twix has two. And they're rivals for some reason, even though they're under the same corporate umbrella. Yeah. And and are you telling me that you actually do split your Kit Kats one by one and eat it, or do you just bite the whole chunk? Come on now. Oh, oh hold split on. It. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. You eat it? The whole thing? I, I don't monster. eat it anymore. Jesus Christ, Rich. <laughs> You're a monster, Rich. <laughs> you, that is you blasphemy. Bring, you bring candy corn into this bracket. 
You eat Kit Kats in single bites like a what? freaking heathen. What is, I don't even know you anymore. Who are Jesus, you, man? When, like... when it was when it was the kid size, like the 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 fun size, where it's only two. Yeah, I just take it in one, like two bites. <laughs> but there's, it's designed for you to do you, it the other way. You have invited the devil into your home. <laughs> 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 what what is next on our bracket? <laughs> yeah. Next on Christ the bracket almighty. is uh Butterfinger versus M&M's. M&M's 100%. I I'm also going M&M's. I'm a Butterfinger. Uh-oh. I love Butterfinger. Uh so Butterfinger even M&M's odds wrote a 4. Butterfinger is on. Butterfinger one. Oh, yep, all right. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we now go to the final four, which is the number one seed Snickers versus the number two seed, because that's just, or it would actually be versus the number four seed, Butterfinger. Snickers. 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 Oh, well. <laughs> I'm all right with it. Uh, and we've got Twix versus Milky Way. Milky Way. Oh, Milky Way. I'm gonna, I gotta go Twix. I'm, I'm not gonna win this one, but I'm still <laughs> going with Twix. Milky Way. Milky Way does have caramel, right? And it's yeah. got the nougat. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to go. I'd have to go Milky Way. That wait, that wait yeah. for cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does me every time. Then the final two. The final two. The only difference between these two is peanuts inside of them. You got Snickers versus Milky Way. I think Snickers is the winner of this bracket. Snickers is the winner of this bracket. Oh. It gotta be I, Snickers. I, you got the one extra thing. Yeah, <laughs> you get peanuts. Sean, it's too many things. It's not. It's only three too things. Many things. It's, it's too not. Many things. It's not five. It's, in no, quotes. it's it's only <laughs> four. <laughs> Chocolate, nougat, caramel, and peanuts. It's too many. Yeah, things. it's it's what a, it's what a take five wishes it could be. <laughs> Snickers, baby. I, I, I think Snickers. Listen, it's, it's, it's what a take five Sorry, wishes I'm, I'm it laughing could at be. Matt's tweet that he just sent us yeah, yeah yeah so i uh i, I the, the 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 richie i have to if you uh Haley bird who's a white house reporter uh put a whole facebook story or twitter story up a couple years ago because her her boyfriend at the time uh ate twix like rich did which he described as being Kit-Kat. like a monster or a cat <laughs> sorry uh and uh <laughs> and so there's a whole thread of people just begging for him to like like people like jake tapper like yeah, chiming in to jake be like tapper. dump dump jumped it dump it like <laughs> cnn's lead uh like one of their lead anchors is like yo you got to get rid of this guy He's a monster. <laughs> look uh uh I was uh, I was a kid. I was in a rush. I just wanted to eat them and get back to my video games. Um, I do pull apart string cheese still, though. Okay, I pull apart string cheese. Good. One of the replies is, uh, "Haley, I don't want to alarm you, but this is exactly how I would make a girl break up with me." <laughs> just so you know. So, congratulations to Snickers, the winner of this bracket. Uh, yes. Ring it up. All right, kids. Uh, it's time. It's time. Uh, we had, we had fun with that. Yeah. So, um, sorry. So we're gonna take a. Uh, Rich, Rich alluded to this earlier. Uh, it's been a little bit of time since we went down to the old corner store, got ourselves a uh, big old big gulp of soda and some Doritos, and uh, hung out with uh, the cashier. We're taking a trip down to Brian's Bodega. Brian's uh, Bodega. So. Uh, 
Brian Everett, listener Brian Everett, who we love, uh, writes in and says, okay, bros, I'm pretty sure that by the time you read this and it airs, it will be super darn close to election day. Uh, editor's note, it is election day by the time you're reading this. <laughs> if you have uh, not voted, this. vote. Mm-hmm. So for the final time, I will ask, because I love hearing you all discuss this, what are your thoughts on the election? Who do you think is going to win and why? It's a great question, Brian. Mm-hmm. I think we established this in the last segment. Snickers is the winner of this election. <laughs> Snickers, four more years. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone's going to win, not even America at this point. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a harsh criticism. I, <laughs> so I think, I honestly think that Joe Biden will win because Je- the majority of Americans lean to the left and the more because mail-in voting has become more prevalent, like the more people that vote generally, the further left you end up going. So I think Joe Biden will win the election, but I'm not super confident that that's going to stop Donald Trump from being the president. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It depends on the margin of victory in some of these, you know, in like Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and Michigan and all those that good stuff, especially again, this is leading up to fucking Florida uh, being a a key of this again. again. Florida, you fuck it up every time. Yeah, I'm not super looking forward to the week. Like everyone's like stressing for Tuesday, but I'm really stressed for like the rest of November when you're going to have a bunch of court cases where it's like, was it legal that we extended the deadline and stuff like some nonsense Mm -hmm. where it's like, it's just so obvious. There is no excuse in my, like, I can't think of a reason why you would want to make it more difficult to vote except to deny people's voice. You know, like, I can't think of a reason to be like, actually, you can't receive it after election day because after this arbitrary day, because of whatever reason, it's like you you can't fuck up the mail and then not give people. I don't know. Why? Why would you want less votes to be cast, except if you didn't care about democracy? Well, it's it's because you're afraid your team's going to lose. Yeah. So you want less votes to be cast. It's it's absolutely what it is. Uh, Like they. There has been uh, in Pennsylvania, you're, I think you're allowed to get your vote within th- or your vote counts if it's received within three days and postmarked on election day. But they're trying to extend that to five. Mm-hmm. And that has been seen in every superior and Supreme Court, even the American Supreme, like the, the Washington, D.C. Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. They've turned around and said, no, it's fine. They're allowed to extend it to five, but they're going to see it again after uh, the new justice who shouldn't be in there. Uh, has uh, read over the terms and made her decision. Mm-hmm. It, it's bullshit. They've told uh, them in Pennsylvania, put everything to the side that you, it's either that you haven't received on election day or received after election day, put it all to the side because it might not count. Yeah, that's silly to me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a sucker for democracy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say, the, what I was reading which may not be the entire story. It kind of depends on how each state brought it up. And that's how the Supreme Court was responding to the different changes. Hmm. Um, Because there was one where, like, for whatever reason, a federal judge stepped in, and the Supreme Court was like, no, that's unacceptable. You're stepping on the state's rights. Like, that's not how this needs to work. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, other states, it's like, oh, well, this went through the state legislator, and it did this, this, and they're like... Yeah, no, that's cool. And th- th- there's like 
small stuff there. So like you, you you're even even some of the conservative people is like if you're going to do it or some of the conservative judges, if you're going to do it, you need to do it the right mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So there, that's I, kind of where the distinction has been. I and think I'm yeah, interested there, in how the new one weighs mm-hmm. it. There is there is a valid argument, I think, that you can't a judge can't just make a decision for how mm-hmm. elections go. I think that's valid. But I but I also think like I I feel like throughout this pandemic to get we'll just it's it, this is tangentially related throughout the pandemic people have just continued to act like it was going to be over within two in the next two weeks like and and still continue that like we uh we're rounding the corner sean we're rounding the corner but, but it's just corner's just coming man in in big old corner in march or april when it was obvious that we weren't going to fully reopen it seems like all of these things should have been brought up and just been like and even if it even if we had rounded the corner in quotes that's it's fine but it's not a bad thing to be over prepared to be like we might have to all vote from vote by mail so let's put the processes in place so we can vote by mail and we can get everyone's vote counted and so everyone can do so safely but it's just we've in at every turn it's just oh it'll be done before that we don't have to worry about it and you just kind of keep kicking the can and like i don't know that's it's frustrating yeah. Because it was, it's been an, a, a a perpetual state of what well, we just hope. Like again, there's there's a bunch of institutions that have done similar things. Whether it's like again, this is not nearly as important, but like the NFL just decided like we're just gonna cross our fingers and hope for the best, mm-hmm. and like we have a, a limited number of contingency plans. And like yeah, that seems silly because it's football, but it is sort of a way that the country has looked at things where it's just like some industries and some government institutions have made uh, adjustments and other ones have just been, you know, when it comes to like the election stuff, it's just like, well, we're just going to hope that this goes better than last time. We're just mm-hmm. going to hope that, uh, that we can get all the votes in on time and things like that. So there's a lot of like wishful thinking and a lot of like, well, what if we don't have all the, vo- like the, the, the panic, everything that is the, the panic that is sown over, we're not going to know all the votes on election night, which by the way, we didn't have all the votes cast on election night last year either. Uh, they were still counting votes in Michigan like the next day and two days later, yeah. even though it, it was clear that that Trump had won, they were still counting the final votes and all that for, for days afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I think even if I recall correctly, I think like Jill Stein, you know, led some, some lawsuit over certain votes cast or something like that. They, like it, it was disputed for, for several days afterwards. Um, even though, even though Hillary conceded. So a- any argument against, Voting more people voting or extending the deadline, I think, is disingenuous because the idea of voter fraud uh, has always been disingenuous, but especially so the idea that like, oh, well, there's going to be more fraud if you allow the deadline to be later as if it's it's the idea that like all fraudsters are, are stupid fraudsters, like mm-hmm. they're the kind who's going to go into the box like the next day and go and like, <laughs> you know, like scribble out somebody yeah. voting, you're voting for Joe. And we're going to throw all these violets in the river and things like that. <laughs> when when the real way you do fraud is like, you know, screwing around beforehand, like all all the any fraud that could happen, which has not happened because there's no evidence to back up the fact that election fraud is a, a widespread issue. Any fraud that would happen happens weeks in advance, like way in advance yeah. and, and, and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and I also bring up the the common argument, which is I know that the election board is technically separate from the president. But like, look, if you're worried about election fraud, you're the goddamn president. Like, 
figure it out. Fix yeah. it. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you like you're you're in charge. You're you're not the outsider candidate anymore. If you're worried about fraud, then do stuff to protect about it instead of just you know bitching and moaning about it. Yeah. For months on end. That's the, it's the like same. It. Yeah, but it's it's all it's the same thing when you know you have you have you have representatives tweeting like someone should do something about this when like something bad happens it's like yeah bud you yeah it's it's uh, I, why i have dueling uh, I, i'm conflicted on several levels about this election ultimately i think biden is going to win um the reason i think that is because uh, like i i'm looking at like stuff like 538 and the polling and everything like that and like the most likely scenario that 538 gives is that biden kicks the shit out of trump like that that is the most likely scenario now the one counter argument to that is, well, you know, they all said that Hillary was going to win last yeah, they, time. He had a 30 percent chance of winning. Last he had a 30 percent chance of winning, which was relatively high compared to a lot of other models. The counter argument to that is, well, yeah, but they've worked that in like they've worked mm-hmm. in the, the this model is improved in a way because it's adjusted for, you know, the stuff that they missed last time. It's adjusted for, you know, like non-college educated white voters. Like the point of the model is that it's evolving. So all mm-hmm. these statistical models is, are incorporating that. However, it cannot incorporate all of the mail-in balloting, all of the the early voting you can't account for all the Supreme Court stuff. So there's certain there's still variables that aren't accounted for. Yeah. Um, and secondarily, I am concerned, like you, Sean, about the 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 way that the courts are going to handle it because, in my mind, my first thought on you know is there going to be any like you know malfeasance afterwards by by you know Republicans in the court in in Congress about this? Like, are they going to try and hand Trump the election? My first thought is, well, no. They're not going to pass some law that says, you know, because it's an emergency, Trump can be president for another six months or something like that, because mm-hmm. that, that's an immensely unpopular thing for Congress to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even Republicans, uh, like even, you know, goons like Marco Rubio and uh, and Mitch McConnell were after after Trump said his thing about peaceful transition to power. They came out and were like, listen, there's going to be peaceful transition to power on January 20th, just like every other election. Mm-hmm. They know it is immensely unpopular. However... Uh, because I'm, you know, I, again, I'm a crazy person. I'm just getting all these arguments back and forth in my head. The counter to that is, well, that's why they've been kick- That's why they, the Republicans have been freaking out about, about over the Supreme court for 40 years because they don't want responsibility. That's the secret to, I mean, both parties, but especially in this case, Republicans, Congress doesn't want responsibility because then that's more stuff to hang around their neck, uh, when it's time for reelection. Mm-hmm. That's the reason they kick all this power to the Supreme court is because they don't want to be held responsible for it. So when, you know, this six to three conservative majority potentially in a, in a horror scenario just decides to hand Trump the election because of election malfeasance, you know, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and all them can just throw up their hands and go, well, it's the court. So I am immensely conflicted. However, I do think that Biden ends up winning. And I do think that the, the, although the nightmare scenario is something to consider, I, I still do not think it's going to happen. I, yeah, I think if, if, if Biden wins decisively, I think we're kind of okay. Right. But if he if it's a close election, I and he wins, I honestly don't. I wouldn't discount the possibility that we have a tiny civil war on our hands. Mm. Like yeah. you have a tiny, a tiny, like not. I don't think it would be anything massive like the last one. <laughs> but I think there would be a, a a contingent of people of extremists who would raise up arms against the government, I've- but. We'll see. <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard that Trump has said that if he loses, he's taking up squatters' rights in the White House and he's not leaving. Yeah. So like, can't make me leave. All my paintings are here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and we had mentioned uh 
early in this uh, whole discussion uh, that we're rounding the corner for the coronavirus for the end of it. We definitely are. We're rounding a corner. We're rounding the 100,000 corner because we had 98,859 new cases yesterday. We're rounding third base and heading back to second base. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. We're going the, we're going we the forgot, wrong way. We, we forgot to tag up. So. Yeah, we yeah. forgot to tag up. Yeah, somebody hit a sack fly and we forgot to tag up. <laughs> like, uh, like, remember when we shut the country down for uh, 26,000 cases? Yeah, yeah. We tripled that. Quadrupled <laughs> that. Like, nah, it's over. It's a bummer. It's a huge well, it's a, bummer. And, it's, and, and honestly, like, I don't want to do the whole li- like coastal elites thing, but I don't think it's 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 not just because there's an election that I think this is getting pushed down in the news a little bit. I do think there's a big element of this where it's like, well, it's you know Michigan, so it's not New York and it's not like Seattle and it's not California as much. I, I do worry that that's a little bit of the like. Yo, it's not happening in big cities, so it's not as big of a deal. But uh, to your point, Rich, hundred thousand cases is a new world record for a single yeah. day of infections. And just because it's not happening in New Jersey does not mean they, it's a problem. Uh, I did see a, a a news article about in Utah they had to use their like Amber Alert system to be like, "Hey guys, every single county in Utah is a is a super spreader zone right now. Everyone has to wear masks." So it's yeah. it is. I think you're right. I think it's everything's kind of getting brush under the rug because it's not new york getting a couple like t- tens of thousands a day or new jersey being like i think because we're moving into the middle it's yep. not i think you're, you're right we're getting kind of we're kind of forgetting about how bad it is because and it also has been you know six yeah. seven months so it's like the the quote-unquote novelty has worn off a little yeah. so it's, it's everyone's it's brain hurts yeah. yeah everyone's over and, it and just just to throw another another uh a quick number out there the uh, world case new case numbers was five hundred and five thousand, so we're one fifth of the world case numbers. Nice, Tim. We did ulti- it, Tim. Ultimately, what do you think is going to happen in this election? <laughs> uh I hope Biden wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 there's an interesting cross section of people that I work with, uh, in people that, uh historically Republican, but you can have that conversation with them. And a lot of them ha- are just like, I, I think he's a fucking idiot. Like I, we wanted something new, but this ain't it. And also kind of just say, or, or, and that, but then you have the other side of just like that. will make excuses for literally everything he said and everything he's done and tout his made up metrics that he thinks that, Everybody is doing amazing, and it's just like, how? Mm. How? Well, weren't you listening? I was like, yeah. He didn't fucking say anything. Yeah. He said everything. No. <laughs> so it's just like, I, yeah. I, I, well, that's the other problem with Trump is he says so much shit. Like, if you drill down to like policies that he has said at certain times that he supported, there are policies that he said that I'm like, okay, in a vacuum, I could get behind this. The uh-huh. problem is he said all of the policies like there was a there was a a a particular thing that happened um he floated out the idea of like uh when he was talking about suspending um the payroll tax for social security and then tacking it or like permanently terminating it essentially and but he was he floated that out there as a potential idea and he said it for like five seconds and um so this this one think tank came out and said well donald trump's proposed policy to suspend the the social security payroll tax would bankrupt social security in 3 years and i read you know and i looked on politifact and it said that that claim was mostly false i'm like 
well, that's interesting. So this this argument against Trump is mostly false. And then I read it and their the rationale for it is, yes, he said he was going to suspend the payroll tax, but he also said he might keep it forever or also increase it or also he said all of the policy ideas. <laughs> so basically their argument was he said so much shit that we can't actually ascribe any truth to it. So that's the problem with Trump is like he's you can you can to your point, Tim, and to your whatever you point, you can say, yeah, he's held up his promises because he's just said all of them. Like he just says whatever's <laughs> on his mind. So you can pick and choose whatever it's cafeteria, you know, politics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do think Biden is going to win a lot of the reasoning Sean went with. I, I feel like more and more people are left leaning and the more votes you get out there, the more likely it is uh, mm-hmm. that he is going to win. Yeah. Uh, and the the it needs to be a landslide for exactly the same reasons Sean said. That's why I like letting Sean talk. It saves me, <laughs> me time because he hit he hits all the great points and he's definitely uh, more succinct and uh, eloquent. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Nailed it. But I also think Trump kind of handed Biden the election by, or the Republicans did by, like getting. Uh, whatever, Coney Barrett in the Supreme Court so quickly by rushing that nomination. I don't understand why they did that, because that would have been one thing for Trump to hold over the heads of single like the That single is also issue what voters. I thought was going to happen. Yeah, like, I yeah don't we get talked it. about that. Yeah, I don't understand. So because there's no reason for pro-life Republicans to vote for Trump anymore, because it's because unfortunately, like Roe v. Wade isn't going to be held up in the Supreme Court anymore. So like, I don't I don't I don't get why they did that. But I mean, it's in in the long term, hopefully, it's good for the country if Trump. I I I'll go on record saying it's good for the country if Trump doesn't win a second term. <laughs> but yes, yeah. finally putting your flag. In I know. Side. Yeah, if you didn't know where I stood, that's yeah. that's a that's a that's a hot stance right there. Sean. Yeah, that's my hot take. Is Trump sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Keith, all right. I, I'm gonna make a very quick like popularist uh, populist uh, pitch to anybody who's listening who might still be considering uh, voting for Donald Trump. Um, I think it's very evident where our politics lie, the four of us. I think depending on who you ask and when you ask, uh, the four of us were either vo- uh, supporting at different times uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Elizabeth Warren, or mm-hmm. John McAfee, the antivirus guy. Um, <laughs> but, um, but <laughs> you know, uh, a Norton for the, uh, for the president? For yeah. the for Washington, that'd be nice. McAfee has tried to run for president a couple times. He is a complete lunatic. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he's, um, besides the point. But besides the point, uh, let me just make an argument, not policy related, because like there's a lot of, of policy that we all disagree with on Donald Trump. In addition to the character stuff, aren't you just tired of talking about this fucking baby? Like, aren't you just fi- tired of this absolute whiner? No, I have never heard so much bitching in my life than I have from this dude as president. Everything is a problem for him. Like, you listen to any debate, any rally. Aren't you, as an American citizen, just tired of hearing this dude bitch and being being the number one story every single day? Like, it's exhausting. It's not, you're not supposed, you're supposed to hear from the president like every three weeks. Like, you're not <laughs> supposed to hear the, him be the number one story in the world every day. And maybe not the yeah. world. That's a, that's a little bit uh, ethnocentrist pompous. here. Yeah, it's a little bit pompous. But, like, it is a – it should not be the number one story in the United States what the, the president says or does every single day. Like, 
and it's always complaining. It's always whining. It is the media is out for him. The the election board who he nominates <laughs> who nominates the chairman of is out to get him. The post office is out to get him. The deep state, FBI, the Democrats, the radical left, Fox News sometimes is out to get him. Everybody just poor fucking you know, pseudo billionaire Donald Trump. Everybody is out the game. Aren't you, as an American citizen, tired of hearing that shit? The adult in the room, the person who's supposed to be the the moral beacon of this country. Just if for no other reason, just get this fucking whiner out of the White House. Come on, man. That's that's my my last pitch. Uh-huh. My last pitch. Great, great. Pitch. Yeah, that's it. Great. Solid. Any other thoughts on on who's going to win the election? No, no. All right. Let's quickly transition to a, a a tangentially related election question. Are you going to watch the election results on TV? And if so, are you going to color in an electoral college map like the one attached? So we got addendum oh. one, and there's one of these uh, electoral college maps uh, that uh, you can fill in with different colors. I will not be filling one of these maps out. No, um, I mean, neither will I. I will. I'm I'm trying to say like, oh, I'm I'm not going to watch the election on TV because they're not going to have the results that night. I'll probably have it on. Yeah. Um, but I might, I, you know. I might, I might end up being around someone who's coloring this in because Jake's still in school. And I think every time they make you color one of these in. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll be around it, but I won't be personally coloring in a election map. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I won't be coloring it. I, I will try to follow it in some form. I don't have live TV, so unless Hulu actually has live think, stuff on it, I, they will. But for the news, I think they will. Okay, then I, I yeah. probably I'll probably have that on in the background while I do everything else I would do for the day. Hmm. Uh, might not even necessarily have audio on for it. Might just have it on to look and watch. Yeah, I just I just remember the last election and how when I went to sleep how crushed I was. I was just so upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Uh, it's a growing I, sense of dread as the night yeah, went on. I was like, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, I, like- <laughs> I went to sleep with Clinton having a chance of winning. Yeah. And I woke yeah. up to Trump winning. Yeah. So like, I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I remember. Did I wake I remember, up in an alternate world? I remember going to work and my coworker. So I work in banking. So it's like primarily like, pretty conservative older white people I work mm. with. And even one of my coworkers like went to me, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like, yeah. this is scary. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was, I, it was a complete unknown. It's like you, you let a complete unknown, somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. It, it's like, you basically just like somebody drew lottery for who's going to fly the airplane for the day. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, it's like, Oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Like it was a growing sense of dread as the night went on. Uh, I was sitting on the couch watching it with with my roommate at the time, friend of the show, David Bennett. And as the night went on, we were just we were joking. Like, <laughs> would it be funny if you like actually like won this shit? And then like nine o'clock, I'm just like, yeah. And and my and I was not. I was my my girlfriend at the time. Now my wife uh, was not watching the election results because she again, like most people, thought Clinton had it in the bag. And then like around nine thirty, she texts me she's like. Uh, what's happening with the election? I'm getting stressed. <laughs> uh, well, well, yikes. Yeah. Uh, Tim, are you going to be filling out uh, an election uh, electoral college map and or watching the election results Tuesday night? No. No. <laughs> Why? Very straightforward. No, I'm not going to fill out. A, I never have. Mm. Uh, 
I, I think the electoral college is broken. I understand the point behind it. Still fucking broken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, yeah. And I, we do have uh, an antenna for our TV so that we can get live news and stuff. I'm not gonna watch. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's valid it, too. That, it's it's not worth being on edge like I was last time. Like it's just going to be, it's especially because of that, because there's going to be so many ballots and the, and even if those ballots aren't fully counted, they're going to try and declare a winner. And we don't know how many ballots are going to potentially change that. Yeah. There's a drastic difference between previous years where it's like, yeah, we have mail-in ballots, but they're not. There's no way that they're really going to swing this in any particular direction. So no, I don't want to watch because that's just going to unnecessarily uh, jack up my heart rate for no reason. Sure. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, just tangent story. Watching it last time was very funny to me because it it like brought cognitive dissonance like directly into my purview. In that me, me and my parents have had open conversations on politics. We. Uh, We've had open conversations on everything. So my mom came in when Pennsylvania was uh, like wrapping up their stuff. And she's like, he's winning. He's winning. And I was like, I know it sucks. And she was just like, what? (laughs) I was like, I "I don't know in any of our conversations how you thought I was a Trump supporter in any way, shape or form. Where the fuck have you been? But it was just like, (laughs) it was just very funny to me. Yeah. I like I get it. a straight talker. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on election night? No. Mm, no. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done the Electoral College map either, uh, because fortunately, a Wolf Blitzer usually throws one in my face every 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> With yeah, 4% of precincts reporting. We are safe to confirm that <laughs> Alaska <laughs> will once again be voting for the seal with a ball on his nose. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's go on to something non-election related. Uh, we're going to blast through a couple of questions here uh, from Grace Riley. What is scarier, strobe lighting or flickering candles? Strobe lights. Strobe Fli- lights, definitely. Flickering candles. Let's say flickering candles because strobe lighting is disorienting. But I That's don't know. That's scarier like, to uh, me. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. guess. Like if, it's just if I'm in a room where you are. and there's a strobe light and somebody's else is in the room and i don't know mm-hmm. who they are that's scarier to me than there being flickering candles and somebody because then i can like still kind of see them the whole time mm. but a strobe light is just like bam bam and then they move in that weird like unnatural way mm-hmm. and it's hard <laughs> to track so it, yeah. it makes it seem like they're moving weirdly they're harder to track through the room so you're even more disoriented like all of that just adds into this is creepy as fuck yeah, I don't like it. I, I'm thinking of it more of like, if I'm in a room by myself and the lights start to strobe, I'm like, I can justify, like, oh, you know what? The light's probably going out or there's an electrical wiring issue. But if a candle st- just starts flickering off and on, there's no wind or anything, I'm like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Science. <laughs> I, I, I it, Strobling is more painful to me because it's just like flash, 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 flash. Uh-huh. It can bother my eyes. It's almost like cheating kind of. With the, the scariness, because like, yeah, it's scary because you can't like you're disoriented and everything like that. But it's almost like if I ask you the question, like, what's the best way to like menace somebody? And like you have one option, which is like 
body up, give them the chest and everything and like show them that you're intimidating and like, you know, get, leave them something to be worried about. And the other option is just like punching them in the face. Like, <laughs> like, and it's like, Oh, you've intimidated them. You punch them in the face. Now they're terrified of you. Like that's sort of what it is with strobe lighting and flickering okay. lighting to me. It's like, yeah, you, you did intimidate me by punching me in the face. You did scare me by putting strobe lighting out, but like, it's almost, it, of course you did. Like it's the point cheat. is like to leave you something that you're worried about. So yeah. I, I will go with flickering lighting as a result of that. What's that flickering candle? Oh, flickering candle. Okay. Yeah. Flickering candle. Because then what, cause you, know, you know what could happen with the flickering candle? Flickering candle goes out and you have no lighting. Oh, that's true too. It's always that's the risk. True. It's the risk. Ooh. <sighs> I'm still going to stick with strobe lights, but that's a good yeah. point. I'll, 50, I'll 50. give you that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I think, listen, they're both scary in different ways. That's just, I, I will go with the flickering light because it's, it's a mood. It's a mood. Yeah. It's like a psychological, the, the, the flickering light seems more like a psychological horror kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on this? No, nope. nope. I think we can oh. move on. Um, I just sorry. I'm, since I'm skipping around just a little bit, I went and reread uh, Brian's question again and got the <laughs> low rider in my head. Uh, all right, uh, we have two more left. Uh, we're gonna go. Let's let's do the election one real quick. What is the most tired joke? Re the election currently, and this is submitted by listener Molly Craig. So thanks to Molly for sending this in. What's thanks, the most Molly. tired joke regarding it- the election? Is it a joke when somebody says that we're only getting the vaccine so fast because Trump's in office? <laughs> if if that's a joke, then I'll say that one. <laughs> I I have you heard stick- that that much? <laughs> I've I've heard it once, which is more than enough. Yes. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I I will stick with Orange Man bad that genre of joke. Just yeah. anything calling Donald Trump orange. I think President I think, Cheeto. Yeah, I think on the one hand, I think it's stupid to call out somebody based on how they look. Like, yeah, he's weird looking and like so he's like looks like if you shoved a bunch of teddy bears into a trash bag and then shoved that into a mm-hmm. human suit. That's yeah. that's like yeah, he's ugly and weird looking, but he's but like he's at least partially responsible for like 200 some thousand dead Americans. And I think that's yeah. more valid. <laughs> it's yeah. like a more valid take to be like, yo, this dude killed a bunch of people. And I think it's, it's, it's like glib in a bad way to just be like, he's ugly and dumb. It's like, yeah, but like the, he's, oh, he's responsible for 500 some children, not being not able to find their parents right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many actual things that are so bad. And I understand it's kind of like when we, make light in quotes of Tim's head thing when it's kind of like, this is a really bad thing that you don't really know how to deal with. It's so emotional, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just like, stop fucking it's, it's playing into that. Like liberals and the left are just, they're just trying to get anything. They're trying to focus on anything because Trump has kept his promises, but it's like, yeah, but his promises were bad and they have done bad things. So if even yeah. if he has if he has kept his promises in quotes because he makes all of them, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think that genre is bad. Like the like Mango Mussolini and like these like very two thousand four like if Jib Jab was still mm-hmm. doing this kind of stuff today, Jib-jab. which like yeah, it was like a like a Jib Jab comic. Like oh, it's a Cheeto in office. Like great, fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm it's over it. very outdated and not really like germane to the moment anyway. I don't know I, if there are jokes that aren't old at this point because mm-hmm. it's 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 so dominated the discourse and also there seems to be so much riding on this particular election that it seems like 
minimizing the importance of it to to joke about it in any way, even though I think humor is the one way to stay sane in all of this or one of the ways to stay sane in all of this. Mm-hmm. So it's, like you said, Sean, you're, you're sort of riding a, a bit of a high wire act trying to like not uh, minimize the importance of the election while also not just being like doom and gloom all the time. Yeah. I don't know if there is a joke that hasn't gotten old in that respect, though. What about you, Tim? Uh, I still think Sleepy Joe. I hear Sleepy Joe at least twice a week. Oh, and it's just uh, so. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over. Get, get out of your basement, Joe. Like hiding, Joe. Like that. Yeah, that that that's a little bit. Uh, Do they call him Joe Hyden? Because that's like legitimately a good pun. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's, pun. It's not a good. It's not a good joke because he's just being safe. But it's a good right. pun. I mean, yeah. Republicans do have puns. Lamestream media, they got that <laughs> on lock. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So I think yeah. all of the jokes, all of the jokes. I'm tired of all of them. Just fucking let this election be done, please, mm-hmm. please. I, I will. Yeah. I will say uh, on uh, the spot of what Sean was talking about with orange vote orange man out and stuff i do appreciate the among us orange is sus vote him out uh uh <laughs> yeah, that's the only one i love but it also drives me nuts because uh in that game you have to vote for the person to get them out so we don't want people to vote for orange <laughs> uh, we want people people to not vote for orange okay. so <laughs> fair fair Again, my continued favorite joke is uh, Kamala Harris is a Trojan horse for socialism. I still love that one. <laughs> it's still yeah, something okay. that people still something that people think. <laughs> the former yes. former prosecutor is like, "Yo, actually, hammer yeah. and sickle, let's go, baby." Um, <laughs> all right, uh, we have one more, and it's it's a fun one, guys, because it's 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 listen to bring a little bit of normalcy to a very abnormal time. It's roadshow time. Right. So, gentlemen, I invite you to open terrifying. up a, a Oh my two. god! Uh, For anyone who hasn't heard our show before, we we look at an item that was appraised on the Antiques Roadshow. Uh, we describe it. We try to figure out what it is and how much it's worth, uh, and we go from there. So, uh, this is scarier than flickering lights and candles. It has uh, the skin complexion of McConnell's hands. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, the Giuliani hands, which he looks or like. the Giuliani hands, yeah. Does, what, what is up with McConnell? Is he, like, very sick now? People, like, people think he fell, and he's trying to hide it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. People, yeah, that's that's what I've heard, because... His he's, hands he, look worse than uh, Giuliani's, and he's got, like, bruises on his face. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's he, like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. It's like, you have bruises on well, your fine. face. Nothing's Are you a battered now. woman? <laughs> Stop it. He had heart surgery, because I think he had a heart attack or something, like, three, four years ago. Hmm. And so he had heart surgery, and so people are thinking it's something related to that, and he fell, and that's how he got all the bruises. Uh, but this thing that we're looking at, so it looks like Sorry. Michael Shannon. <laughs> I, have to, is... I have to quickly go. I forget what Michael Shannon looks like. Hold on. <laughs> looks like that guy. <laughs> I, probably, I, I assure you that's probably correct. Uh, so, okay. It looks like Michael Shannon. <laughs> uh, shit, it does. See it. Yeah, it, it's he's like 60% of the way there, which is m- more than I was willing to admit. <laughs> the jaw's not square enough. Yeah. So it, it's so the actual description is that this is like a head and a hand with a very long neck and a hand and that is it. The yeah. eyelids are closed. The eyelids are closed. Eyelids are closed. Big nostrils. Uh, hair is shitty. You you shaped uh, um, hair because he's male balding. pattern baldness. Yeah. So this is this is so this is I'm assuming Halloween themed. 
So I'm going. So I'm going to say that it's probably a horror movie prop. I'm going to say mm-hmm. from like the thing. Mm. So I'm going to say it's like a prop from the thing, but I don't know what part of it. But that's what I'm going to say. Horror prop from the thing. Okay. Because it seems old. It does. Yeah. But not that old. A prop. That's the only other one notable thing that could be. But I don't know why only one hand. Maybe they lost the other hand. Yeah. Um. Perhaps so the, uh, I'm thinking this has to be from like a beheading scene or something like that, and the hand also got cut off, and that's and this is what they used as the like the, the falling off bit. Hmm. Um, so I think Sean's right in that it's a prop from a movie. I'm gonna go two and a half thousand. Oh, I forgot the price. I want to say seven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh did someone lose their head in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from like the seventies? Probably. All right, so let, let me say that one because I know it's like a seminal horror film. So we'll go with that, and uh, I will say five thousand dollars. So my uh, my grandparents used to have uh, dummy jockeys all throughout their house when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and those things would give me nightmares. And that's what this reminds me of. Okay. Um. So I can't look at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's some sort of horror prop, and uh, just because I don't like it and I don't want to think about it anymore, I'm gonna just say like four hundred dollars. It's almost worthless. Four hundred dollars to get it out of my house. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, who wants to be in the Brose Players this week? me uh right. I'll, I'll i'll be i'll be a yeah, reader since i'm not doing questions all right rich and tim uh who wants to be the appraiser and who wants to be the guest uh i'll be the guest okay then i'll be the appraiser tim's also gonna be the guest we're both the guests this is gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> all right brose players and action <laughs> you brought this wonderful mysterious <laughs> box <laughs> yes <laughs> and I know everyone's been asking at the table. All I wanted to say was, what's in the box? <laughs> and if you could hold that for a moment. Now inside the box, we found this wonderful plaster head with human hair, human eyelashes. This is already falling apart. <laughs> and a strangely realistic human hand. What can you tell us about the contents of the box? I don't know if anyone has heard of uh, Willie Sutton. He's a famous bank robber, well-known bank robber. He was also well-known for breaking out of prisons. This was his, that he used in an, an attempted breakout. He made this himself in prison. He reportedly robbed over a hundred banks. He had escaped successfully from prison three times, and this is a dummy head and dummy hand that he used in his unsuccessful escape from prison. Yes. Well, and the prison was run by your grandfather. Yes, after he was released from Eastern Penitentiary, they sent it up to the Camp Hill prison where my grandfather was located, and then he simply kept it upon his retirement since Willie had been released long since. Oh boy, now reportedly what Sutton had done was over the course of several months, possibly even years, he made this false head using hair from the barbershop that is actually real human hair. That's terrifying. (laughs) Same with the eyelashes. We have no idea where he got the pigments. Right. Where do you find paint in prison? Huh? You just can't go to the store and get color with toothpaste toothpaste and pink. But they're very creative. I'm sure they mixed things and made things up and everything. You know, as far as the plaster, I heard he went to the dentist a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing. 
He fashioned this wonderful head, left it in his bed, left the hand clutching a corner of the bedsheet. Do you know what happened that night when he tried to escape? Unfortunately, unbeknownst to him, two other inmates in another area of the prison, narcs, also <laughs> attempted to escape. Oh, okay. Escape at that point. <laughs> you jumped the gun there. <laughs> <laughs> and about and about the same time, and that set off all the bells and whistles and alarms, and he ran back to his cell. This escape attempt was in August of 1941. Yes. And it was just a few years later when he managed to finally escape for several years. And in 1950, he was actually the 11th person to be added to the FBI's most wanted list. Wheelie Sutton was also known for a wonderful, wonderful quote. Reportedly, he was once asked why he robbed banks. And he was reported to have said, well, because that's where the money is. Well, later in life, he denied ever saying it. But he said it sounded good and said it sounded like something he would say. And he titled his biography, Where the Money Was, and talked about how he never, ever said that. <laughs> yes. This is such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful piece, and doing the research on it, there's not a lot of information. Most of the escape tools, props, and things like that that were used by prisoners to help them escape are owned by prisons or in prison museums. So not a lot of these come up for auction. And we almost never see anything so prominent and, frankly, so well done. I mean, this is a masterwork. But without the box and the provenance of the label on the box, it's just a creepy plaster head. But if you look at the pictures of Willie Sutton, it looks just like him. Yes. It is amazingly well done. And after conferring with my colleagues, we are able to give it a very conservative auction estimate of two and a half or three and a half thousand dollars. Wow, that's nice. That's very nice. That's surprising. As far as I know, this is the first head of the box we've had on Roadshow. End scene. Scene. Tim, I tried to save you, man. <laughs> I tried to save you. <laughs> a, big, a big old swing on that voice for like the <laughs> longest script we've ever had. <laughs> uh, well, well done to the two of you. Well done to the two of you. And uh, thank, you, thank you. Did anyone get in the range? I had two and a half. Yeah. Okay, so you're in. All right. I had five grand, so I was close, but Tim wins. I I was nowhere near it because I would never go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is physically nowhere near it because he's run away from the appraisal. Exactly. Uh, all right. All right. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So we got $3,500. I have to post that picture on socials now. It's yep, scary. All of them. <laughs> Every single one. Uh, so that's it, guys. Um, we've reached the end. This has been a lengthy boy. Does anyone want to do a quick take, or shall we we call it a day Let's on just this episode? Vote. Vote. That's our take this time. Vote. Yeah. Go ahead and vote, man. Rock the vote. Just rock do it. Vote, At the time baby. you're hearing this, it is actual election day. So either you know, drop your ballot off in person, go vote in person. Uh, this is this is it, man. This is the deadline. If you're listening to us, it, uh, it is you know anywhere between. 10 and 12 hours, depending on what part of the country you're in until uh, ballots close. So uh, get out there. You could also be listening to this four years from now. Still go vote. Yeah, (laughs) just go somewhere. Yeah, go out and vote for the 2020 presidential election and all of your local ballots for the 2020 ballot uh, in 2024 when you go back and listen to this. Uh, If you're looking for a record of how humans interacted uh, before uh, before our inevitable demise uh, in 2024, uh, go and vote. Go and mm-hmm. Just do it wherever you are, whenever you are. Um, Tim. Hey, man. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How doing, you doing? Doing good. Feeling all right? I'm all right. How's, uh, how's your Twitter account going? Where can people find you on Twitter? 
uh, at Timar Hansen. Awesome. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. And how about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. On Facebook at, I'm sorry, uh, is it Brose underscore podcast? Brose podcast on Facebook. Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. And Brose underscore podcast on Instagram. Correct, Rich? Correct. We We are on Instagram now. Uh, Hello. Holy moly. Uh, we are, we, boy, pictures of plenty coming your way <laughs> on the gram. So you can follow us on any of those three social media platforms. Um, if you want to get our thoughts, find out when new episodes are coming out, um, and just subscribe to our general, uh, brand of lunacy. Uh, if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And listen to our show. Everywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, among others. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling all of our questions. Uh, thanks to Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. Uh, you can find her work on Etsy.com and at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. Um, and our thanks to uh, Stephen Siebert uh, for his theme music, when uh, and you can listen to his work at the free music archive and thanks to you the listener for submitting questions to this week's <laughs> show uh rich what's going on with podcast these days uh check out podcast the nerdy roundtable where we talk about that week's uh nerd news and junk we are two weeks before the release of the ps5 so we're gonna have some things to talk about not sure how much uh check us out that away that away any other plugs anyone mm, nope I don't think so. Three-prong, two-prong, USB plug. (laughs) USB-C. Puns. Puns. All right, guys. We're done. We did it. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy.